Welcome back, my friends. I'm your host, Allie, and this is On the Corner of Well and Why, where we discuss real estate for millennials interested in exploring what it takes to get themselves a piece of the pie. If you or anybody you know and love is looking to buy and or sell real estate in the near future, please reach out with any and all questions you may have. I decided to make this a solo episode about the home buying process because A, I um, am a little bit behind in solidifying some guests, (laughs) to be quite frank, and B, because why would I not want to share this information with you? This is so imperative and it's not until we get to the point of buying a home that we learn these things. So this week's episode, I'm just going to share all of the steps in the process of a transaction. How about that? (laughs) I just wanted to share a post that I published the other day about how there's no fun in perfection. And you can take that a couple of ways. Um, You can take it as when you're looking for perfection, you shouldn't have fun. Or you could take it how I took it, which is seeking perfection is just not fun. So let's not, (laughs) you know, let's just not. So in the caption of that post, I wrote, if we all walked around where everything worked out perfectly, what would there be to laugh about? I kind of fly by the seat of my pants regarding my podcast, Well and Why, as far as the topics we discuss in real estate and who will be on the show next. Despite the slight sense of anxiety I feel by doing so, the other side of the imperfect production process tends to be quite thrilling. Happens every other week. Done is better than perfect. Live in the flow and let that shit go wherever it goes. And I was just so excited because being that I didn't have a guest for this week's episode, and feeling a little bit more pressure because it's my birthday week, woo! I'm turning 30 and I'm going away with some friends to the Poconos and I'm so psyched. But also there's just a lot going on and I just felt why not take the load off of my shoulders and just record a solo episode even though it's not the last episode of the quarter, which is usually the only time I do a solo episode and talk about something that the people need to hear. So that's what we're doing. I don't want to take too long to get into it, but that's the story. (laughs) All right, let's dive into it, shall we? Okay, first things first, choose an agent to represent you. That's where I come into play. I say play purposefully because despite this being quite a difficult process of buying a home, I'm here to help make it as fun and stress-free as humanly possible. This is where my patient and optimistic approach to life really comes in handy. I'm here for the long run. I want to be your go-to resource for all things real estate, whether you live in my region or not, because I can always set you up with a reputable agent in the area where you'd like to move. A smart real estate agent, in my new and humble opinion, cares more about their clients absolutely loving the home they choose rather than trying to talk them into buying just anything. That being said, however, there's no such thing as a perfect home. Similarly to dating, there's no such thing as a perfect person, but there is such thing as an imperfect person being perfect for you. The same goes with houses. It's just a matter of time when shopping for a home that we really come to understand your priorities. Some of you will know this right off the bat by reflecting on your current lifestyle and what you need in comparison to life that you want with the house you end up purchasing But some of you will come to find what's important to you after doing some digging and exploring. The clarity often comes over time. And honestly, the same goes for dating. I love using dating as a reference for buying a house. 
I have a super funny client who said something along the lines of, I'm not in love with the house, but I could settle for it. And that's when I realized that shopping for a house is the same thing as looking for a partner. Would you ever openly admit, or to yourself, why would you do that? That you would settle for a significant other that you really don't like all that much? I'm hoping your answer is a hard no. (laughs) We'll know when the house is right, but we have to keep looking and narrowing down our needs to understand what exactly you cannot live with or without. Fun fact, I am also on a team, the number one team in my office, and a highly ranked team in all of Caldwell Banker, which is massive, by the way, and we are the Glander Group in the Spring Lake Caldwell Banker office of New Jersey. This team is a huge asset for not only myself, but my clients that I work with regularly and people that need help finding a referral in other parts of the states. My team leader, Diane Glander, is coached by a high-level coach and in turn is connected with dozens of high-level real estate agents all throughout the U.S. I've actually already used one of these resources in San Diego to connect an Instagram friend of mine to buy a house with her, and they absolutely loved working together. This is mutually beneficial, just so you know, because when you come to me for help to connect you, I stay on top of that person and make sure you're being taken care of. Then, once you close on a house that you love, I get a little piece of the deal for making the connection and staying on top of that person to make sure everything's going well. Also, did you know that buyers don't pay the commission, but the sellers do? At least here in New Jersey. But don't hold me to that for every other state because I don't know. Every state is so extremely different. It is very ideal for somebody buying a house to work with an agent they know, like, and trust. And if you just don't happen to have anybody in your life like that, um, it's definitely important to be connected to somebody via somebody that you know, like, and trust, right? So that's just something to keep in your back pocket. Additionally, if I'm busy with work or prior engagements, I always have somebody on hand from my team to help us out because I'm there for them in return. Step number two. Next up, we set you up with a mortgage lender for a pre-approval and lock in your rate. I can send you a few names and numbers. That way you can do your own research and see who you'd like to work with, but it is always beneficial to work with vetted vendors that we use regularly as real estate agents. I emphasize this because it's important for all parties involved in the transaction to be a part of the team. Sometimes when clients use their own people, it just doesn't mesh well because those vendors don't really care to keep the referral business from us agents. When we use people that we use for a majority of our deals, they recognize the significance of being particularly responsive, communicative, and capable of getting the job done in a timely manner because then we keep referring them business as highly regarded individuals. We all stay in our own lanes because we all have a specific set of expertise. The mortgage lender will be in touch to get all of your financial information in order so they can send you a pre-approval. This letter lets us know what kind of loan you're approved for, whether that's a conventional loan, an FHA, a veteran's loan, etc. And there's a number on there regarding what you're able to afford. Having this info from the get-go is vital because it's really a waste of time if we don't know your price range and what you qualify for before shopping around. How heartbreaking would that be if you found a home you loved and adored, felt like you needed, and you couldn't get a loan big enough to buy it or didn't have the cash? That would suck. 
Lenders are your go-to for any and all financial questions. They can also assist you in adjusting for your monthly costs in your mortgage, including taxes, potential HOA fees, which are homeowner association fees if you purchase a condominium, PMI, which is private mortgage insurance, if you require it, and anything else they include in there. This is their wheelhouse, so I will let them explain the rest. If you're interested in learning more about mortgages, I have a lender I love working with, multiple actually, and one of them is a guest on the show, episode 78, Mark Dimitriou. Reach out to him with any questions and let him know I sent you. I'll be linking the episode with him in the show notes. It's also wise to begin the conversations with attorneys at this time. Just like our mortgage lenders, we have vetted attorneys that we very much appreciate working with as well. I can send you their names and numbers. You do your due diligence to find out how much they cost to factor that number into your closing costs, and then we're ready to go. It's not 100% necessary you have the conversations with attorneys before we get started shopping, but It is really wise to get that conversation going before we get accepted on an offer because then it's kind of like crunch time and a little overwhelming. I know from experience. (laughs) Step three, based off of everything we discuss in our buyer's consultation regarding your wants, needs, desires, all that jazz, I set you up on a search. We can then start viewing properties online and seeing what's out there and coordinate a day and time to go take a look every now and then. Ideally, we set up tours with about two to four houses at a time and I schedule the entire thing for us. You just need to let me know what you want to go see and show up on time. Please. (laughs) We can also go take a look at open houses together or you can always go without me, but you just need to let the agent holding the open house know that you're already represented by another agent and you can give them my name and number. If they ask you to sign in, just put down my information and I can be in touch with the agent regarding your interest in the home. Next, once we've found and identified the perfect home for you, put in an offer with an updated pre-approval from your lender with the exact offer amount. This is why it's so important to have lenders who are available and communicative, by the way, because the timing in this market is quite rapid. Then we wait. When our offer gets accepted because we have a set of hard-to-turn-down terms for the seller, the transaction very quickly heats up and needs to happen quite quickly. This is because the next step is the attorney review process, when the attorneys on both sides go back and forth with the executed agreement. This is jargon for signed on both ends by the buyers and sellers. And I say it needs to happen quickly because, to be quite frank, somebody else can come in with a better offer during this time Generally speaking, not always. It depends on the sellers, their motivation, how much they really want to stick with you. So it is quite imperative that it happens quickly, which is also the importance of working with a vetted vendor attorney because we know how well and quickly the ones that we work with work. Once both sides come to an agreement of the contract and its terms, we're out of attorney review and under contract. Woo! Don't party too soon. However, because the next step is now that we're under contract, it's time to do our due diligence to make sure we're aware of the work that comes with the house. Unfortunately, 
even if you're in the market for a million dollar home, every single house, unless brand spanking new construction, there will be something that needs to be fixed or updated either ASAP or sometime down the road. This is where our inspectors take charge as we schedule a home inspection so that we're sure to have done our homework and decide we want this house badly enough. I personally believe this is where your dream of being a homeowner with the responsibility it comes with is put to the test because the inspector's job is to make sure you're aware of every single ding, nick, and cranny of the house. That being said, it's also in the best interest of the inspector to make sure they didn't miss a beat. This is to ensure they are not held liable for something happening to the house that they didn't tell you. Oftentimes, buyers are baffled by the amount of work that a house requires, but it's not all life or death and it doesn't need to happen all at once. I'd say if you're extremely overwhelmed by the idea that homeownership requires work, maybe a condo is something to consider as the interim between renting and buying a house, a single family home. But high risk, high reward, am I right? So much creative freedom that you get from being a homeowner. And I think that's one of the most exciting parts of it. The next step is once inspections and negotiations are all said and done, the appraiser comes to assess the value of the home and we close on the property. Lastly, here and there, there are some additional measures to take during the course of the home buying process But for the most part, this is the step-by-step journey we will be taking together when we're ready for that house in Monmouth or Ocean County. I say that there's some additional measures because no transaction is exactly the same. So depending on the house, the couple, the situation you're currently in, getting into the next one, there's a lot of ebb and flow that goes with this process dependent on the individual, the couple, the family that is buying the home and also the people leaving the home, the sellers. So that is all. Thank you so, so much for listening and tuning in, sharing with me your time, your attention and your ears. I hope this episode was extremely helpful for all of you, but please let me know if it was. I really love your feedback. I love hearing about if this, you know, opened your eyes in any way, lit a fire under your ass. I don't know. I'm curious what this episode did for you because I have these conversations with first-time homebuyers all the time and they're like, oh my goodness, there's so much I had no idea about. And I absolutely just adore being that person that comes in as your consultant, as your resource, and as your educator in the process. Whether you're just getting started or just starting to be curious it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter where you are in the process. I am super patient. I love working with you guys and I'm so excited for working with you in the future. As a reminder, if you or anybody you know and love is looking to buy and or sell real estate in the near future, please reach out with your questions. I'd love to hop on a Zoom call to discuss anything you want to know. Thank you for listening. Send me a message on Seize Your Home, S-E-A-S on Instagram to let me know if this was helpful for you at all. And uh, ta-ta for now.